Hello and welcome to the London Scots podcast, where we have a chat with Scots who have made it to the big smoke. It's about where they came from, why they're in London, and what their life is like. We won't solve the mysteries of the universe, but we hope to capture a slice of life and have a bit of a laugh along the way. My guest today is Heather Campbell. Hello, Heather. Tell us, where do you come from and how did you end up in London? Hi there, Ed. I am from Elgin, between Aberdeen and Inverness, not far from the stunning Marishar coastside. Uh I first came down to the Big Smoke to study and then spent a year or so working abroad, and I'm now back. And what did you study? I studied chemical engineering. Okay, and was that a barrel of laughs? I'm not sure that's the phrase I'd quite use for it, a barrel of laughs, but I think it was worth the challenge. Good, and you chose to study in um, London as opposed to staying in Scotland. Why was that? I did indeed. It's a bold decision. I really, like, I love London. I absolutely adore the city. And also, Imperial College is one of the best places to do it in the world. So I thought, why not? If I had the opportunity, I should take it. Very good. And you said you loved London. So had you been to London much beforehand? Just the odd trip with family. We'd come to the theatre, go and see all the sights. Yeah, it was always exciting. And um, But coming down and seeing the sights and doing all the touristy stuff, that must be quite different to living there as a student, was it? Yes, definitely. Suddenly you had things to do and places to be every day. So very different. Although you still get, so you have your a few days off, and I know once you're here it's a lot harder to go touristing. It's really cool when you do, and you're kind of like, oh, you can just pop to a museum, go see something down here. So you definitely still get that side of things, but yeah, it's not, it's not the same. And what was life like as a student in London? So budgets were tight, obviously, but it was amazing. Um, I loved it. It's definitely quite different, I think, to other places. We weren't on a campus, university or anything, so kind of the, you had the whole of London to explore. But again, it was mainly work. I spent a lot of time at university rather than exploring the city. So I guess it was almost, you could say, the same as being anywhere else other than those odd moments. Hmm. And in those four years, did you find, uh, I mean, they're a developmental four years for anybody who goes to to university. Um, uh, But did you find that those times you changed a lot and your, your view of Scotland changed at all? I'm pretty sure the referendum happened during my time at university. So I wouldn't necessarily say my view of Scotland changed. Um, There was definitely a lot of things that happened. I'd say I'm definitely still Scottish and proud. I think anyone who uh, talks to me about it will know that. And did you find you you became a lot, people became a lot more interested in Scotland um, during the referendum time? Were they asking you lots of questions about it or did it kind of pass people by? There was definitely a lot of questions asked, a lot that I just couldn't answer. And there's a lot of confusion as well as to why it, why it was happening, what was going on, how it would turn out. Yeah, definitely. There was some interest. Huh. And do you see any parallels between that and the Brexit process? Oh, I really don't think I could say. <laughs> no. I think there's any parallels. Um, I think it's quite a different, it's quite a different thing. Um, there's a lot more, there's a lot of different things resting on each one. So I think they're quite hard to compare. Yes, no, I understand. And so you, um, you, had, you, you had your time in London. Was it three or four years that you were studying for? I was here for four years. Four years. And then you went abroad for a year. Where did you go? So I was working as a field engineer. Um, I worked in Mexico, Abu Dhabi and Argentina in my year away. 
My goodness, that's uh, quite a difference. Yeah, you can say that again <laughs> in terms of temperature, if nothing else. Um, it was incredible. I met some amazing people. Um, it was just a lot of tough hours. I wasn't gaining a lot. I wasn't sleeping enough. So it was time to come back. And what brought you back to London? Great question. Um, what brought me back? I think definitely it's where all my friends are. And obviously that's a big draw. Um, and also there's just so much going on. I love the city. I love that everywhere you go, there's something happening. It's like the theatres around. There's so many free things. All the museums are here. And also I've come back to develop a business. Mm. So there's a huge startup hub in London as well. There's a lot of entrepreneurs around. So that's a big part of it too. And um, just touching on the social side, one of the reasons you came back to London was the quality of life. Yeah, definitely. Well, in comparison to, to Mexico and Argentina, it is definitely quite different. Um, there's the safety aspect for a start, which is a big factor. I'm very small, so it's uh, definitely something I consider. And that's very interesting. We haven't actually had someone on before who's talked about the quality of life and, and those aspects for London. And it might be something that people will take for granted if they haven't had experience of being somewhere else where, where uh, that is a consideration. Yeah, definitely. It's, well, it's hard to know what it's like to not have it until you don't. So it's definitely opened my eyes to how lucky we are in this country. What is the business that you've um, started up? So it's all based around the fact you'd never, ever throw away a pint glass after drinking a pint of your favorite beer. That doesn't make any sense. So why do we do it with glass bottles, with packaging items? Why don't we just wash them and reuse them again? So this is where it all stems from. So we're trying to develop that kind of concept. And we start want to implement, there's something called circular economy systems, which are really, it's a really trendy topic just now in that kind of sphere. Could you, so, say, could you just say that again? What, what was that phrase? Um, circular economy systems. Really, just to explain that in a bit better detail. Okay, here goes. <laughs> um, so circular economy is when things just keep going round. We, at the moment, a lot of the time, well, the packaging item is perfect. So you pick up your favorite packet of crisps. It's been packed by someone, you eat your crisps, and you just throw away that packet. Yeah. So there's no circle there at all. It's just one line. Mm -hmm. So it makes more sense to kind of use our resources better and to make that more of a circular system so that instead of maybe eating those crisps and just throwing that straight in the bin, what would happen is you would return it and they'd have some way of filling it up again so that those resources, that material in the crisp packet, wasn't lost. Okay. So the good old-fashioned glass milk bottle um, that was delivered by the electric uh, uh, milk float and the man running up and down the stairs um, getting great exercise and you then put your milk bottle out is an example of a, uh, a very good circular, um, circu give me that phrase again, sorry. Circular economy system. Circular economy system, is it? Yeah, that's a perfect example. And it's, it's a shame they've all disappeared. Well, not all, but they've mostly disappeared in the UK. So your company, what's it trying to do exactly? So we want to be the kind of to close the loop is probably the best way to put it. So at the moment, it's this one line that I just talked about. Mm -hmm. So you pick up your bottle of beer, you drink the beer, and you throw it, hopefully, in your recycling bin. Mm -hmm. um, it would, for us, it would be way cooler, it'd be way better if we could just take that back. Yeah. You have to remove the label, you have to wash it, and then we could just pass it back to the brewery to mm -hmm. refill it straight back up again. Yes, well, that would be good. I, my parents used to have a bar, and that's exactly what we used to do with their old bottles. They all go back 
and um, in Germany, um, where I spend quite a bit of time, they they uh, they have a, a very good fan system, as it's called, which is where you always pay a certain amount um, on your bottle, and then if you bring it back, you get your your money back on that. Yeah, it's a really good idea. I think they're thinking about doing that in the UK next year. Mm. It was recently released, so we'll see what happens. We'll have to watch the space. Now, um, setting up a business in London, you mentioned about the entrepreneur, the tech hub aspect to it all. Do you, are you a member of any particular group? Is there any regular gathering for, for people that want to set up business? In London, there's a crazy amount going on. So Google Campus is one of the big ones. They've got a hub, let's call it, in Moorgate, mm-hmm. where they work. They've got a free space that you could join up to. And there's kind of a board in there that you can post like job advertisings and different things. If you want to get involved in the community, they run a lot of workshops. Mm -hmm. British Library also has a fantastic set of events on, which I'm going to my first one of very soon. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as well in London, if you're looking for a new business, there's so many trade shows and exhibitions going on all the time. Hmm. You just have to give it a quick Google and you can probably find a trade show coming up that's around what your business wants to to be or where it wants to set itself hmm. and um so i it sounds like your life is very busy yeah <laughs> it is indeed and when you get some time off what sort of things do you do so i love like i said i love taking the opportunities to use london's great set of things at uh, the museum scene all the parks they're beautiful uh, i also love occasional game of squash or tennis or hockey when I can find a hockey team to play with. And I just love traveling around the city, seeing seeing friends now that I'm back. It's been mm. a great opportunity to catch up with everyone again. Mm. And do you have any good tips for um, bars or restaurants that you like to frequent? Bars or restaurants? I do like the local uh, next to work, which is called the Two Chairman. Okay. It's next to St. James's Park. And as is the Old Star, which is also really... We've got really nice atmospheres. Okay. Are these all, all traditional London boozers or are they very uh, spick and span, uh, paired brick, yuppie palaces? <laughs> I wouldn't call either of them palaces as such, but they're, uh, they're well done out bars. Well done out pubs even. Well done out pubs. <laughs> very good. Well, that's great. Well, we now come to our, our Joker app time. So you either have to tell us a joke or... Give us the name of an app that you kind of find indispensable or, or both, if you like. Okay, I'm going to go for the app option. Um, so I absolutely love Monzo, which is one of the new like, fintech companies which have their app and it shows you exactly what money you've spent if you use their card to spend with it, which is perfect for tight budgeting mm-hmm. and making sure you know exactly what you're spending your money on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Monzo, that's uh, that's an online banking uh, app, is it? Yeah, more or less. You download an app and you have all of your. So every time you put use their card, they yeah. they put through. It shows up straight away on this app that you've spent two pounds fifty on a Costa. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. It's really useful. And do you have any tips for us to to live a more? Um, environmentally friendly life. A friend of mine, they have a coffee cup, they're recyclable coffee cups that they take and they get um, cheaper coffee. Um, and their family rule is if they go out, they either have to take these or they're not allowed to buy 
um, a coffee at Costa or anywhere else um, and reuse the cup. Do you have any tips for us to lead a more a more uh, environmentally friendly life? There are so many. I could go on for hours. But my best one, the coffee cup one is really good. Um, it's a really good start. You can also carry reusable cutlery. That's a really good idea, which prevents you picking up when you're on the go from Marks and Spencer's or one of the other places. Uh-huh. Things like using your local library instead of buying new books, a really good way of going around it, and taking a lunchbox is- with you instead of buying food on the go all the time. Brilliant. That is great. I love the local library. I'm looking at two books that I just got last week from the library, and uh, what a fantastic service it is. Great. Well, that's lovely. Um, Heather, thank you very much indeed for uh, being our guest today on London Scots. There's a couple of tickets for the Cayley Club. Anytime you want it, bring yourself and a pal along. And um, if you have any friends that want to be on the show, then do drop us a line and let us know. Thanks again, Heather Campbell. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.